Here we go. All right, the poison, the poison for Cusco, the poison chosen specially to kill Cusco, Cusco's poison. Ow. On a scale of one, Ow. on a scale, ah. on a scale, no. on a scale of one to ten, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your pain? Hello and welcome back to Behind the Dreams podcast, a Disney podcast for all things Disney, including the theme parks, movies, video games, TV shows, streaming services, anything Disney. We will talk about it. and uh, It's been a bit, so we have a lot to talk about Disney currently. Um, our main focus on this episode is going to be my sister's most recent trip to Hollywood Studios, riding uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. We're also going to get a little bit into the coronavirus closures and the big news uh, before all these closures, the Avengers Campus news. So uh, I am Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister, Christian Allgaier. There we go. All right. So uh, it's been a bit. Life's been crazy. So that's that's why we haven't been able to. Really be as yeah be as frequent as we can. Uh, now that we're pretty much under quarantine, not that we have the coronavirus, but you know everybody is kind of in shutdown mode right now. We have um, nothing but time. Nothing but time right now. Uh, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll get a little into it here. What I want to start with is the Avenger Campus news. Then we'll go into uh, your your stuff. Let's just catch up on some little news first. Um, you know, uh, they released a new trailer for Pixar's movie Soul. Uh, we both saw Onward, so maybe we'll give a little bit of a review for that, and we can go more in depth another time. Did yeah? And you, did you see? Was that one of the trailers in your when you went to see it too? The original Soul one was. This one just released uh, about two days uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. I didn't new one. That. I haven't seen the new one either. But, um, yeah, and actor Richard E. Grant, who uh, was just in Rise of Skywalker, is going to be in the Marvel Studios Disney Plus series Loki. So that just was news that broke as well. Um, speaking of Marvel, my ultimate goal when we get to these Marvel Plus series is for me and my pal Logan, maybe Matt, and uh, you know maybe you as well. Um, not all at once, but we might have to do some sort of rotation. But I want to do a special episode on this show where we do weekly uh, episode breakdowns, and it's going to be called Marvel Plus. We're going to launch a Marvel Plus program for uh, so. Let's say when Falcon and the Winter Soldier gets here, you would see in the episode feed, it would say Marvel plus Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode one or whatever. And it would just be us breaking down that that episode. So that that's kind of how I want to structure that. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to happen. I think I've talked to Logan about it a bit. We'll see how it goes. It might be that, like, let's say Logan and I do Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You and I do... Uh, WandaVision or Matt and I do WandaVision, you know, kind of stuff like that. Or we do like me and Logan do um, 
like episode one of Winter and Soldier and Falcon, and then you know we do a second episode, you and I, you know, so we're gonna figure it out. But I'm also gonna put it on its own separate podcast feed as well. So we're gonna have it on both feeds. Um, that way you can easily find it as well if you just want that. Um, uh, yeah, the other movie news we have here, of course, is that Disney has postponed Mulan, which was due to come out on the 27th of this month, and New Mutants, which was supposed to come out in early April, and Antlers. I don't know what Antlers is, Hmm. but... uh, It's a horror film. There you go. From Fox Searchlight. Supposed to open on April 17th. And that is now postponed. None of these movies have dates now. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So none of them have dates. I felt like they were really hyping up the Mulan, too. Well, they were. And they actually just had let the uh, critics watch it um, at the premiere. But um, nobody's going to be going to movies uh, in the coming weeks, really. That's fair. And, and the movies are going to be closing probably in a matter of time as well. That's most of the small news to really catch up. You know, Disney, oh, also what just happened today as well is Disney has now suspended work on their live action movies and TV shows at this time. So. Why? Because, because of, of the coronavirus, yes. Uh, TV shows and movies employ hundreds of people, uh, so they are limiting that as well. Um, like Falcon and the Winter Soldier was filming in Prague. That got ended on Tuesday or Wednesday. They were coming. They were due to come back to Georgia, but I'm pretty sure that's halted now. Uh, Shang Chi, you know, the the next Marvel film in in February was filming in Australia, and that got halted. Um, so we might be seeing a lot... Th- this might just get everything else pushed back even more, you know. Um, I'm not sure how they're going to be able to continue with, with some of this stuff. Uh, they did release a new Jungle Cruise trailer. That's supposed to come out in July. We'll see if that does. Yeah. Um, because... It may not even be that, like, July it's still bad, but it might be that, like, Black Widow. Maybe they that's still May 1st right now. But if they decide to move that and they try to move it to July, then they're going to want to spread out Jungle Cruise from that, you know? So it's going gonna, it's gonna to have a ripple effect. Yeah, very true. And for people living underneath of a rock, Disneyland Resort and Disney World Resort have closed down. The parks are closed. Uh, Disneyland starts on Saturday the 14th. Disney World, I think, starts on the 15th. Yeah, but it's, um, I read end of close on the 15th. Like through Sunday. Oh, okay. Okay. I think in Disney World still right now, the downtown Disney, you know, Disney Springs, the retail, the hotels, those are all still open in Florida and I think Paris. Um, so, and of course, all the overseas parks except for Paris are closed. Until today, uh, yesterday when Paris closed as well. So, um, lots of stuff moving at a quick pace here with with all the cancellations. It really started picking up steam on Wednesday night is when, uh, you know, 
the NBA suspended. Then you know, then it was a domino effect of pretty much everything from there uh, to today. Um, <clears throat> they are saying it's closed until the end of March. Don't be surprised if that continues past the end of March. Just gonna say that. Uh, okay, so let's get into Avengers Campus, and then we'll uh, talk to you about what you've been able to ride. Hold on one second. Um, I did read somewhere today. I don't know how official it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to really look into it more. But I did read somewhere that um, they're going to tack on, however, say they're closed for two weeks, they're tacking that on to annual pass holders passes. Uh, I just got an email. might be about that. Let me check, actually. Okay. Important Walt Disney World pass holder update. Yes, all active Walt Disney World annual passes will be extended the number of days the parks are closed. Okay, that's what I thought. So, in my case, uh, so this email just came in at 8.58. We're recording right now at 9.15-ish. So, this just happened. Um, so, yeah, I guess... If they're closed for two weeks, it'll extend for two weeks. If they're closed for three months, it'll extend for three months. Um, and they are paying their staffs, uh, you know, while they're out at Disney World and Disneyland. Okay. Yeah, I did read that too. So I guess let's get uh, into Avengers Campus. This news broke, uh, what, Wednesday? Yeah, before all the closures really started. Uh, so this is tentatively opening on July 18th. Again, don't be surprised if this changes now. Not, again, not saying that this could last into July. It could. You know, they're saying 12 to 18 months it could last. Maybe not closures of everything, but just the disease as a whole. But with all these closures, that means if you look at satellite photos, Avengers Campus isn't close to done. Okay? So they, this is in five, uh, four months. Um, so that's counting on all of the construction hitting its target. Who knows how construction's going to go with this? Uh, constructions are contractors. Maybe they think with them not being in a workplace like an office, they'll keep going. Who knows? I'm not really sure how that works for, you know, like outside contracting work. Because um, apparently the coronavirus. Uh, you know, can stay on surfaces for seven days and you may not show symptoms for five to ten. So I'm starting to work from home starting Monday. And we're doing like a staggered thing at my work. So that way, because uh, I work in a call center, we don't want to have everybody start working from home Monday. And if they don't have, you know, like a, um, if we all have issues with working from home, like where the phones are not working right, then, then, everybody is, you know, screwed. Nobody's answering the phone. So we're kind of trying to do this staggered thing, but, uh, and they're doing more intense cleaning on the weekends now. So, but that's what I heard. It it lives on surfaces for seven days. Again, I'm not sure how that works with, I'm sure there's some sort of surfaces that construction workers are dealing with, but they don't have like a desk usually. So I'm not sure how that'll work there, but I think it could postpone it. So, opening on, this is Marvel.com, and they also had Good Morning America had some stuff about this, but on opening on July 18th, uh, 2020, guests visiting Disney California Adventure Park will be able to step into the world of the Avengers and their allies to live out 
their own superhero dreams. The all-new, completely immersive land will welcome recruits, both big and small, to Avengers Campus. This six-acre land, anchored by the thrilling Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, that's the formerly known as uh, Tower of Terror over in California, will feature a second brand-new family-friendly attraction, a quick-service restaurant, brand-new food carts for shawarma and treats, heroic encounters with some of your favorite superheroes, and so much more. Ahead of its opening this summer, we had the opportunity to go behind the scenes, we meaning Marvel.com, with some of Disney's Imagineers on the project for an up-close look at what's coming soon. So... We'll, we'll skip all of that and we'll go down to uh, the way that this is going to work. So it takes place current day. It's not canon in the sense of like Galaxy's Edge where it takes place in such a fixed point of time. Uh, so this will be more like a living and breathing land where they're able to kind of swap in and out characters as they see fit. The new ride has a name. It's called Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure. It uses innovative technology that detects your movement and gestures, so guests will be able to reach out their hands to sling webs just like Spider-Man. What that means is, it's kind of like a ride like Toy Story Mania or Buzz Lightyear, but imagine you don't have a gun or some sort of thing in front of you. It's completely open. You don't have anything on your wrists, okay? It just reads your gestures from your hand while you're riding and does the projectile at the projectile it should go at. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if I hold my hand a certain way and the web should shoot on a slight right, it's going to do that just by reading my gestures with cameras and figuring that out. So, um, this sounds exa- this sounds a lot like the Legoland ride. People said that as well. So, yes, uh, some people say that this is kind of like a Legoland ride. I'm not sure what ride that is or how it works, but... It's like Lego Ninjago. Okay. And you ride in a cart thing. I think it's four across, and there's like a front and a back. So, like, almost like Winnie the Pooh-style seating, I guess. I don't know how to explain it. But bigger. But you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like how there's two things in each cart. Right. Um, and, yeah, like, you would have a thing in front of you, and you would just use your hand. To... Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so sort of like that, but yeah. probably better technology. Yes, probably. Yeah, it's Disney. Little... yeah so that that's completely how that's going to work. So there that's is... not bad. Yeah, there... yeah, exactly. I was kind of worried that it was going to be, like, some sort of gun thing, but you don't even have to have... You don't... The only thing you're going to wear is 3D glasses, and you're just going to make your hand motions. And so what happened is uh, there's these spider bots, right? that got out and you're trying to hit them with, you know, your webs. And what that's uh, doing is you get points. So certain colored spider bots are worth certain color, uh, certain points is how that's kind of structured. Spider-Man and Iron Man will be featured in these Avenger campus and they're going to have exclusive suits that are only seen in Avengers Campus. So, different suits. They're actually having Funko Pops specific to these suits as well. So, you know I'm going to get the Spider-Man Funko. They already show what those look like, and they look really cool. But for Iron Man, it's Mark the Mark 80, which is... The last one we see in the movie is 85. So, this is like kind of, again, between Infinity War and Endgame, sort of, is where this is kind of 
living, I guess, or, you know, somewhere in that zone, I guess. And then, yeah, then they have this Spider-Man one, and it has this Funko Pop is Spider-Man holding a spider bot and some webs. Really cool. cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the Iron Man one's kind of out of focus in this picture, so you can't really see what it looks like. There is going to be another ride eventually, 2022 or 2023. I, I've heard 2022 from some website. I, I forget where. Maybe it was the D23. I'm not sure. But I don't think they've officially said since then if anything's changed. Uh, but that's going to be the Avengers ride. That is probably going to be on the level of Rise of the Resistance. While if you think of Web Slingers being more on the Millennium Falcon side you know this is the smaller ride yeah. then you get the bigger ride later now when did you say the spider-man one opened i missed that part that's july 18th oh okay if everything continues with construction right as of wednesday it's opening july 18th um but we don't know how this will impact anything so they will have food and beverage as well as we said there's going to be a shawarma cart if people don't know what shawarma is it's the very famous uh, it's mentioned in Avengers, and it's also the famous end credit scene from Avengers where they're all just sitting around the table eating shawarma. So, of course, that that is going to belong here in the um, uh, camp, Avengers campus. Oh, yeah, so here, yeah, here's more detail. So in that web, uh, web ride, before we get to food and stuff, in that uh, it's called the Worldwide Engineering Brigade is the building that you're in for that Spider-Man ride. And Peter Parker and a group of like-minded young inventors are brought together by Tony Stark, um, who's holding an open house to show off his new technology in the Worldwide Engineering Brigade, which is known as Web. Uh, Peter Parker will be joined at Web, included with nine-year-old Lunella Lafayette. She's known as Moon Girl in the comics. Harley Keener from Iron Man 3. This is the kid that nobody remembered at, in the Endgame funeral scene. Uh, he's there. He's going to be there. Doreen Green, she's also known as Squirrel Girl. Um, and they're toying around with Wakandan vibranium, pim particles, and arc reactors, and that's when the trouble starts. Uh, the spider bot suddenly multiplies and runs amok, and they're self-replicating, and they're spreading across campus. So then Peter asks us to help. Eight guests at a time, four on each side, will board a web slinger vehicle for a four and a half minute mission to catch or destroy the spider bots, racing through the factory into underground tunnels that connect various locations throughout Avengers Campus. In this picture that they have on here, you can actually see Mission Breakout behind it. Now, again, I don't think you're actually going to be outside. It's probably going to be screens that make it look like you're outside. I'm not really sure how it's going to work. Um... The webs not only stop the spider bots, they can also be used to trigger conveyor belts, pull doors off of shipping containers, and trigger explosions. Uh, the ride keeps score, so guests will know how they did individually and as part of a team. There's no minimum height requirement, Disney says, so smaller children can web sling as well. Um, Guardian of the Galaxy Mission Breakout's already there, but that's going to get kind of sucked into Avengers Campus. Heroes and villains. So Avengers Campus is set in the present day, as I said earlier. Just So it says, just because Iron Man and Black Widow have died at the end of Endgame, they will still very much be alive at Avengers Campus. And this is actually the first time Iron Man will ever be in uh, as a mutable character, I think they said, too. So he's going to be in the land as well. 
So Iron Man will be joined by fellow heroes including Black Widow, Thor, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, of course Spider-Man, General uh, Okoye, you know, from uh, the Dora Milaje for Wakanda, and we're also going to see Ant-Man and the Wasp, and also the Guardians of the Galaxy in this land as well. Not all at once, obviously, I don't think. But uh, Thor's brother Loki will sometimes be there as well, and sometimes I guess he'll be good, and sometimes he'll be evil, it says. So we're not really sure. For for the mask, so for supervillains, the first supervillain that will be the main supervillain of Avengers Campus is Taskmaster, who is the main villain of the Black Widow movie, which is, as of this moment, still tentatively scheduled for May 1st. We'll see if that actually happens. Um, so, uh, not only are you going to have all these characters, but they're also going to have a Spider-Man Stuntronic, is what they're called. Stuntronics. You may have seen this in, if you've watched Imagineering Story. In one uh, of the episodes, yeah. they show a robot type thing without any clothes on, you know, doing all these weird stunts and flips and stuff. Well, they released a video on Twitter probably about a couple months ago now that shows kind of like Spider-Man on this black background doing a lot of those same somersaults and flips. Uh, that's going to be Spider-Man swinging up to 60 feet above the web building throughout the day. So he's going to be an animatronic stunt that is going to swing and somersault and flip 60 feet above you as you're walking across the... Uh, uh, around Avengers Campus. Huh. Yeah. I feel like with all the t- technology anymore, like, every ride's just going to be more and more impressive. Yeah, the thing is, how long will it work? They can't even get the Yeti working in, uh, <laughs> in the uh, Everest right now, so. Yeah, how long has that been like that? From what I heard, the reason why is because it would be really expensive. They have to remove part of the mountain to fix it, so I don't know if they ever will. I saw. I heard somebody say in the park yesterday. They were like, um, saying about, oh, about them closing for the two weeks, and said, uh, oh, now they should fix the Yeti or something along those lines. Oh, we have breaking news too. After we're done this too, this is this is really cool what Disney's about to do here. But let's finish this real quick. I gotta leave everybody on the edge of their seat. Doctor Strange has his own special section of the campus, which is called the Ruins of an Ancient Sanctum. So it's like these ruins of this old ancient sanctum Santorum, and he's going to be showing recruits illusions and sorcery and mysterious relics. Not only is it really cool in the daytime, at nighttime, think of Pandora, how it's all lit up. There's going to be all these trees, and this area is going to be lit up with glowing lights and and stuff in these ruins. So it looks really cool. Uh, yes, so that's there. Okay, now here's the food section. So this website has it structured different than marvel.com. So the food place is called Pim Test Kitchen. Pim as in, uh, you know, Hank Pim from Ant-Man and the Wasp. And what the story behind this restaurant is, is Ant-Man and the Wasp have been using Pim particle technology to shrink or supersize everything on the menu. So what does that mean? Well, they're going to have a pretzel that is Bavarian style, but is much larger than a regular pretzel. So it's going to be perfect for sharing, really. 
They have the not-so-little-chicken sandwich, which is a normal-sized bun on top of a chicken breast that is so big, it takes up nearly the entire plate. Seriously, you have to see this. I'm going to... I'm going to send it to you here because I saw this and it looks ridiculous. I'm going to buy, I'm going to get this when I go, you know, but I just don't know how they're going to be able to make this every day. Is that big? Just look at the picture when it comes through. I have through. not yet. It's coming through. It says it's delivered. We're going to have to put this up for people. Wait a minute. What the heck's that supposed to be? It's a chicken sandwich on a regular bun. So this is a regular bun, and that's how big the chicken sandwich is. See yeah. that chicken? Yeah, no, I see it. I, it just seems weird. Yeah. So what the not-so-little chicken is, it's a fried chicken breast with teriyaki and red chili sauces, pickled cabbage slaw, and crispy potato tots as a side. So they also have something called a pimnini, right? A pimini, uh, like a panini, but with yeah. pim is how it's spelled. It's a sandwich blasted with blue pin particles to grow to be two feet long and nine inches wide. Don't worry if you don't have enough friends to eat the whole uh, with you to eat the whole thing. They'll they'll slice it up for you. Um, they're also having another dish that features pasta with a uh, giant vegetarian meatballs served with an oversized spoon with a tiny fork. So what that means is the fork is almost normal size, but the spoon is the bowl that holds the meatballs and pasta. Hmm. I, I'm gonna have to send you this too. It's so hard to describe on a on an audio medium here, but we're gonna post this stuff on our Facebook page when we put this episode up. What they also have here is some um, Pingo Dolce Soda, which is a soda from. Hmm. The Incredible Hulk that uh, Stan Lee drinks in that uh, movie. And uh, next to the Tasting Lab, they actually have a... Oh, no. Next to the... What is this one called? The Test Kitchen? They have a Tasting Lab next to it, which is the alcoholic beers, you know, beverages, cocktails as well. And near the Guardian's Ride is where a place called Terran Treats, and it will su- serve colorful, spiral-shaped galactic churros. You know, so the churros are circular, uh, they're colored like the Infinity Stone colors, and they all have different flavors. And then the Swarma Palace cart that sells either chicken or a falafel version wrapped in a warm pita. So, tons of food option uh, in... Avengers Campus. All right, so now let's get to the merchandise. Galaxy Edge has uh, droids. Avengers Campus has spider bots. So you can buy your own spider bot. You can't build them like the droids. Like the droids. Um, but you can buy ones with different upgrades. So like you have the regular spider bot. And then you have ones that have all these different, <clears throat> all these different um, plates. So you have one that kind of looks like Ant Man, one that looks like Wasp, one that looks like Black Panther, one that looks like Black Widow. So th- that kind of stuff. That's cool. Yeah, and they're also going to have these Spider-Man light goggles. So they kind of look like Spider-Man's eyes. And that they can light up, and they do the 17 unique expressions. 
And they also have web shooters that can go around your wrist. Not They don't actually shoot anything, but they just have lights and sound. But they look like the authentic web shooters that he has in the, in the movie. Hmm. So there you go. That is a lot of stuff. Lots of characters to meet. Lots of cool stunts to see. Some shows to see with Doctor Strange. Uh, some rides. And then, of course, we're going to get the Avengers ride in a few uh, years. Maybe two years or so. If everything continues great. Um, just feel like I have to keep saying that so this episode, this episode isn't outdated. So that cool news I just wanted to say here. Disney is putting Frozen 2 on Disney Plus starting this Sunday. Oh, that's nice. It was not supposed to be scheduled for... Fro- for let's see. Usually... It's another three or four months from the Blu-ray. The Blu-ray just came out two like or three weeks like ago. Or something like that. Yeah, like two weeks ago. So they moved this thing up months, um, which is great. Yeah. Let me, because it popped up on my Twitter while I was sitting here. If they'd be really cool if they decide to do something like Rise of Skywalker too, but that's not even out on on DVD yet. Mm, yeah. Yep, so all it says is, Frozen 2 is coming early to Disney+. Plus. Start streaming this Sunday. So, some people will be like, big deal, it's already on DVD, like, why does it matter? It matters because... Now you don't have to buy it if you well, have what, Yeah, I still want to buy it, I need to have it on the shelf. But yeah, when it okay. comes to coronavirus and people being locked in, uh, or not locked in, it's not like you can't go anywhere, but the thing is you're supposed to limit, you know, going places. You got kids. Kids want to watch Frozen 2. You don't have money to buy it because you may not be going to work because of coronavirus. So now you can just pop on Disney Plus and, uh, you know, your kids can watch it. And it could just it. This is the stuff they should be doing. Move some of this stuff up to Disney Plus because people are not going to be leaving their house. This is going to make more people want to sit down and watch stuff on Disney Plus. That's a no brainer move, really, because it's not like you're losing any money on it, really, either. It was going to be on Disney Plus in a few months anyway, so just get it over with. Um, so what are you most excited about with uh, Avengers Campus? Because are you going to try to go at when we're point. trying to go? <laughs> at some point, I'm going to try and go. Um, I don't know. I think the Spider-Man thing sounds cool, but I mean, the the other one with all the Avengers sounds, you know, like you said, I think it'll be like the rise of the resistance in the sense of like it's just going to be even more amazing than the spider-man one you know but the spider-man one sounds cool yeah yeah definitely uh, and then one thing i forgot to mention too is that spider-man's actually going to be played by tom holland in that attraction as well so well uh, there you go i don't know if you'll see him i think he'll be in costume but he'll be doing the voice at least so I want to speak of that, too. A lot of people think because of that reason that um, that, that means Spider-Man's fine in the MCU. It, it doesn't mean that. We know that they've re-upped the deal for two more movies or whatever, like a Spider-Man 3 and another team-up. The reason why I don't think that that is... A guarantee that everything's fine is because some of this stuff with the attraction, especially if it's opening in July, would have had to have been done before these other deals happened anyway. Uh, they've probably been working with Tom Holland on this stuff since they started making this land. 
And I'm sure it's under a different contract because it's not actually film rights. It's theme park rights. Uh, that's why, that's probably why they can't use the suit. That's probably why they have Spider-Man in his own different suit. But people reading into this that say, well, Spider-Man's going to have a much larger role in the MCU. I keep seeing that. Or, and I'm like, these are the same people that thought just because home, uh, far from home reached a billion dollars, Sony wasn't going to pull out of the deal. And then they did a month later. So it doesn't really matter. Um, not people reading too much into this, I think, you know, it's something that was probably in the works for a while. It's not like they can just go to Tom Holland right now because that deal was fixed just a few months ago, right? For him Mm -hmm. to be back in again. Yeah. Um, it's not like they can just go to him as soon as they make that deal with Sony again and be like, okay, now can you do this theme park stuff? They, with the opening in July, they probably had to have some of this stuff already done. I would assume. Um, so I, I just can't see it being like, oh, just because he's in their themed land, everything's fine. Because Spider-Man's a huge character anyway. This is a huge version of the character with Tom Holland. Even if Sony takes him away now, Disney still gets that Tom Holland version in their theme park. So it's not even like a big deal, you know? Like, <clears throat> Yeah. It you got to think of how this stuff is going to look years from now. Right. Um, and people will still look fondly back at these set of Spider-Man movies and him being in the Avengers infinity war and Endgame. So I don't think it means as much as people are making it uh, out to be. Okay. So now that we've breezed through that stuff in like 40 minutes and got us all caught up, you, you know, we just announced that the parks are closing this weekend it's Friday when we're recording this, the 13th. You just went on Thursday before any announcement was made and uh, decided to get a boarding pass for Rise of Resistance, got in line for Runaway Railway, and then hopped to Magic Kingdom, hopped back to Hollywood. How, how was your day? And give us wherever you want to start with what ride and... Okay. How the process for boarding passes were, all that stuff. <clears throat> okay, so I had read a lot beforehand, you know, just saying you can't do anything with the boarding pass until 8 a.m. anyway. And you just have to be in the park, you know, like a good, I guess, 15 minutes helps you kind of get in there and get situated type of thing. Right. But but it does turn out that other people were saying that right, well, not right now, because it's going to be closed, but that they were open, they pretty much opened the gates at 7 a.m. yesterday because of the... Yeah, they've been doing that. So a lot of people were already in line, you know, way before us, which gave me better perspective as to, I mean, I guess I felt like then we didn't do too bad for the Mickey ride, considering some of those people had been in there a good 45 minutes. You know what I mean? So anyway, we got to the parking lot at like 7.20. And then by like 7.30, 7.35, we were in. And okay. then we went, we walked straight back to the Mickey ride. And they had us looping in and out all over the place. And then we ended up, from start to finish, we waited about an hour and a half, which nice. was too terrible. They kind of tell you you're looking at about two hours once it started, you know, once the line started really going, 
Um, but they didn't have anybody lined up inside until 8 a.m. So the whole line was outside. Mm. Um, so at least at mm. 8 o'clock, you kind of really started moving a little bit. Um, but it was that. Oh, so while we were in line for that, we it was 8 a.m. So if you haven't looked or I don't know, haven't played with the app, I guess, since the rise of the resistance. Um, when you first open your app, trying to get mine to do it. Um, there's the normal like park map and then there's Star Wars Rise of the Resistance access by boarding group. And it says, find out more. You would click on find out more and then you would click join boarding group. That only lights up after 8 a.m. Um, so like, I think I got in there and then I had to back out and come back in. Because it just wasn't like loading it. So anyway, you hit join boarding group, and then it has you select the other people that are in your group, and then it assigns you one. Now I will say, it showed me like, okay, you were we were boarding group number fifty three. So it showed me that, and I hit done. And when I went back out, it still didn't show my my thing. Like, I don't know, it popped up as if I could do it again. And I was yeah. like, oh crap, did it not hold? Like, did I hit something wrong and I'm not, you know, in my boarding group? So I went and hit join boarding group again. And it told me, oh, you're already in a boarding group. So once I, like, closed out the app and opened it back up, then it showed me. Um, hmm. So it was just like a, a glitch thing, I guess. Um, so, and it is totally random, like the person in line in front of us for Mickey One, she did it at the same time, and she got boarding group number 69, so, there is no real rhyme or reason. And I mean, I think there is, I, I mean, I, it's probably just as fast as the phone gets through to it, you know, right. I mean, yeah. it's, what, it, what, okay, so this is what Matt told me, okay, because he's, he's done this, he suggested making sure you're not on the park's Wi-Fi when going that. through. Yeah, I did that. I made sure because, I and make sure that like there's nothing else open on your phone. Yeah, because the main thing with that is what I'm hearing, right? Is that, or the thought process behind it is that everybody's on the Wi-Fi, so yours might get through the data faster than the Wi-Fi, and that may have happened to you. That may be what the issue was with the other person. True. So, um. So anyway, once that was done, it was like, okay, so then we get through that ride in an hour and a half. Um, The Mickey and Minnie ride was very fun. It was very different. Um, I made sure not to look into either of the new rides. I didn't watch any kind of YouTube thing or didn't really look into pictures or anything. I just wanted to be totally surprised. I think it helped knowing that I was going to go soon, so, like, I, I didn't have that as big of a temptation, I guess you could say. Right. Um, but I liked it so much more not knowing, you know what I mean? Like, there's just little things. I mean, Lucas really wanted to keep telling me what, because they watched the video, and I'm like, I don't want to know. So, um... But it is a little different than the great movie ride, like the the way it's set up inside even. I like that the so what I've seen from the video too, right? So let's just talk about this a bit too. Is that they have the 
interior of the theater still the same. Right? Like, when you walk in, oh, it's still yeah. a theater. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I like that that was the same. Um, however, like, when you went in before, it was really just that one theater. Like, inside, there was only that one big screen that you watched as you were walking through. Right? Yes. Well, this is set up differently. So there's yes. a couple different um, rooms that have your screen to watch. Um, so that was different. Um, and then you go from there and load up. And that's all completely different looking than what I was used to, too. But um, it was really cool. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to give away, if I'm supposed to give away a lot or not. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. it's, um, I mean, we don't want to spoil maybe too much. So I guess one thing that uh, people might be worried about the fact that, so let me just say this. I've, I've seen a video of some of this stuff, not of everything, but people might be worried about, like, how does this fit into uh uh, the Chinese theater, right? So the story behind it is that you're going for a premiere of a new short, right? Like some sort of picnic short or something. Yeah, from, the... From yeah. And then when you're in there, something happens where the screen kind of breaks open. Oh, yeah, see? I'm glad I didn't know that before because I thought that was cool. Okay, well, I'm going to say it anyway because then what, <laughs> what I want to say is that's how you go into the ride. That is how... You end up being on a ride with Goofy and Mickey and Minnie. So, real quick, while you're saying that, yeah, Lucas, we get into that little theater thing to watch, and Lucas is like, guess what? We're not going through that door, and we're not going through that door. Like, <laughs> there was two doors, and I was like, okay, well, you're not, like... <laughs> Did he watch I... something beforehand or something? Yeah, he watched it on YouTube. Oh, uh... And I was like, no, I don't want to know. And then, like, we got through there. I was like, well, yeah, I I kind of told you, like, I, or once you told me that, I kind of figured what was going to happen. I mean, I didn't foresee the screen doing that. I just kind of saw, like, maybe the screen would rise up and we'd walk. You know what I mean? There'd be something yeah, yeah. type of thing. But it was well, really cute. It, it, yeah, I, I think me saying that's not too big of a deal because when – it looks really cool when it happens, I think, because from what I could see, like, it looks like the lights go out when they come back on. It's just already done like that. And you can't really tell how they did it. Like, when I was watching people walk through it, then they're kind of looking around like, how, where did it go? You know, like, they're looking around like, I don't know where the rest of it went. Um, so that's how you end up in a, in a ride. So it's not like they, they tried to do it as most immersion that they could, right? Where you're going to see this movie and then you get into the ride. It's not that you just walk into this building and you're like, Oh, I'm in Toontown getting on this ride. So they tried to make it still fit with Hollywood studios, which is what I appreciate. Um, and that's not just something that's like, Oh, I'm on, you know, ho what, whatever road that is, right. Hollywood Boulevard or whatever. And, and, going into this building and now I'm riding with Mickey. It's that you go through into this screen and you become part of the film. 
Correct. Which, which I think is consistent with, you know, the theming. So I really appreciate that because I think that was some people's concerns of how does this fit here? Are they just shoving this in? And yeah, they are, but you can make it work to a point where you can well, yeah, because have then, it make yeah, sense. Then you're in the, in the short, just like you're in the movies or whatever for all these other ones now. Right. But you know what I mean? Like you feel like you're really in there. But anyway, it is trackless. Um, that is one way that those two new rides are this very similar. Mm-hmm. It's just that Rise of the Resistance kind of like ups it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you told me that you heard it was similar to that, I was like, oh no, like, I don't understand how this is so like insane that everybody likes it then. Not saying that it's bad, but just. There's been so much hype about it, so I just wasn't 100% sure, you know what I mean? That's just what I had heard from from Matt. That the, Like, when I asked him about Mickey's Runaway Railway, I said, you know, have you wrote it? He said, yeah, and I said, what, what were your thoughts, or what is it most compared to? And he said, Rise of Resistance, because of the vehicle, I think, is mostly why he was saying that. But Exactly. It's that, and... Yeah, it's just what you ride in, basically, in the way it goes. But. So let's talk about the animatronics um, as well. And maybe you can share some of these pictures on our page, too. Um, these pictures that you sent. They look like the animatronics from Frozen Ever After and... Um, what's it called? Um, Mind Train, right? Where it's like the projection on there, right? Yes. It looks cool. This one with the picnic looks really good, but I when I watched the video and Mickey and Minnie drive up in the car next to you, it looked a little that, weird. No. See, I think that was, like, one of the best parts. I mean, that was pretty much right away. But I know, but I was just saying, so like, cool. maybe it was the angle of where this person was sitting on the uh, in the car, like, you know, in the train, taking the video, because it just kind of looked like, for people that don't know, you know, like... The animatronic is almost constantly where it's a side profile of Mickey and Minnie, right? Yeah. There's not really yeah. any, like, face-on ones, you know, so... No, there is. There is, is there? one spot. Yeah. In so the tornado? A, there's a couple spots, really. The tornado um, might be... I can't remember what they look like in that. But there are, there are some spots where you're looking at them, for, you know, from the front. See, I'm in love with this picnic one here. We have to share this one. This one's a really good picture because sometimes these animatronics don't show up well on the camera, but this one looks really, like, you know how, because they're projection faces, right? So sometimes they look really glowy. Yeah. yeah. But this one is, looks really great. And you see Pluto next to them, and he's face on. But, um, man, I think this is where the style does work for it. Um instead of the normal Mickey and Minnie. Like, I think this looks... I don't know. I think this... It's the best way for them to have done the... Like, the video thingy. For them. Yeah. Yeah, it, no, I agree. It, and it might it might work the best with these new versions instead of some of their classic versions. I think it fits. I don't know. Everything I'm seeing about this when I was originally apprehensive just looks like it's knocked out of the park on some of the stuff I'm looking at here. It is very cool. I, I really like how they did it. Um, 
because somebody that I was talking to at work was very concerned that it was going to be more like Winnie the Pooh. In the oh, no, no. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like how it's like just the like cardboard or I, I don't know. It's not cardboard, but you know what I'm talking about. Like the big yeah. things and you're kind of just <clears throat> riding through that. This had more like digital things and moving things. It was just, it was really well done. And it was a good, a good length of a ride honestly so that wasn't disappointing yeah it's like a four minute ride i think isn't it something like that um but the other part that we thought was really cool is like in the front of the train um it popped open and you can see goofy like yes. on the show and he's like talking to you or whatever lucas knew that and he really wanted to be in the front but we mm. ended up the way that the tr- so then the the things break apart so like you start off in a line. Yes. And then and it, it becomes trackless after that, right. right? And then um but anyway, the way we gathered back up at the end, we did end up being the ones right behind the goofy thing. Hmm. So that was cool. Um But it's a, it's a good one. And then, um, if I'm like quickly going through my day, so we did that, and then we basically, our only plan was to try and wait around to see if got our boarding group. The only other fast passes we had were for Magic Kingdom. Right. Um, so like I got the kids a pretzel and we walked through some of the stores, stuff like that. Um. Anyway, our so we were boarding group number 53. We ended up getting called just a few minutes before 12 o'clock. So we went in and we got in line for that. I want to say it might have taken us 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I guess. Um, walking through all of that. Then they have where you see BB-8 and Ray and they tell you what your mission is. Um, so again, this was another ride that I had no real, um, the word I'm looking for expectations. I didn't look up any, anything about it. I haven't really looked at pictures. The only thing I had ever seen was pictures of all the stormtroopers lined up. That was pretty much it. So you get on one part and it's kind of like one big open ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that is transporting you to, I don't know, I think Leia. And, um, anyway, so you get kidnapped, or I don't know what the word is, um, caught, I guess, by the First Order. I have to say, not knowing was the coolest thing, because I had seen the picture of the Stormtroopers before, but Mm -hmm. there really is nothing that does it justice, honestly. Really? It just... Does not do it justice. So you're on this thing. You move around while you're on that. You know, it. it's also cool because in the it, it's a pretty decent sized thing. And they have like um, bars to hang on to, you know, hold on to while you're moving. Um, in the back of it, there's like a video. So when you're like supposedly flying off, it looks like you can see the land, you know, below you and everything. And then it shows yeah. you galaxy and stuff like that um 
there's like an animatronic of one of the guys who's supposed to be like piloting the ship and stuff um, in the front part and he's talking to you and stuff and then it says about you getting caught and it's like the doors open on the side and one of the cast members you know from the first order walks on and says stuff to you and it's like all you see behind it is just the lineup of stormtroopers and then you have to walk through there to get to the next part right um, but I just have to say when that door opened and the guy came on and all you could see was the stormtroopers, Nathan's smile was, <laughs> and I'm like, you are probably the only child not terrified right now. <laughs> no, a lot of kids love them. Yeah. A lot of kids. love them. Um, so we walked through there and then, so at that time, that's pretty much as far as we got, we stood in line for a little bit and then they were like, Oh, it's broken. You're going to get a fast pass. So our fast pass was, they were closing that ride at 7 o'clock. The park closed at 8.30. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had to yawn. Um, your fast pass could be used anytime before 7 o'clock to come back. So at that point, we were cutting it really close to use our first fast pass at Magic Kingdom, which was Seven Dwarfs. So we booked it over to Magic Kingdom. We just took the bus right over there. Um... And we got there, and we went right to Seven Dwarfs, got on that. Um, then I had I had a little bit of time in between that, though. I think we had like an hour or something. So they got snacks. Our favorite place to get snacks is that Big Top. Really? It has a lot of the same stuff that the um, confectionery on Main Street has, but it's mm-hmm. like never a line in there. So Nathan got his caramel apple. I got a cake pop. Lucas had gotten ice cream somewhere else. Um, but yeah, it's just like never really a line in there. And they have, you know, some different things. And I don't know. The kids just really like going into that one. So we went there. Then we did Dumbo because it was only a 15-minute wait. And then we went over and used our Fast Pass for Barnstormer. And then from there, we had another hour until our Tomorrowland Speedway one. So we went to Ariel. That was only a 15-minute wait at that time. So we did that okay. ride. And then we walked over and we did Carousel of Progress. And then we did the Tomorrowland Speedway. Then they got another snack. I feel like that's all they did yesterday. <laughs> um, because in between all of this, they had a burger, too, at Hollywood. Wow. Yeah. Um. Thank goodness for Disney gift cards. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, then they had a snack and we were kind of debating. I was getting hungry. I wanted my cookie ice cream sandwich. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe we'll just get that over here at Magic Kingdom and then we'll head over back to Hollywood to try and see if we can get on this ride again. You know, at this point. I think it was maybe four o'clock. Something like that. Um, I did not get my ice cream there. I decided to just wait until I got to Hollywood because I can get it over there too. Yeah. Um, but on our way out of there, we watched a little bit of the glass blowing. Both of the kids like that. And then we did their silhouettes on Main Street, which, 
by the way, I've been wanting to do for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I saw someone say about how great of a souvenir it is because it's very reasonably priced. How much was it? So, the silhouettes are $10 each per person. Oh, not bad. No. And then the frames are $10 each. You don't have to get the frames, but mm-hmm. I just did because I'm like, I'm not going to buy another one. It's fine. So, it ended up being 40 bucks, but it also comes with a second copy of a silhouette. So, you're really getting two silhouettes per person. So right. They put the extra one back there. Um, but it was good. It was quick and not bad. And so now I have those. And then we walked out of there, went, took the bus back to Hollywood. I'm trying to think. Of, we were waiting for the bus at 5 o'clock. I know that. I'm just not sure what time we actually got on it. Back to Hollywood. We got, then I went and got my ice cream. And as we were waiting for that, so when they give you that fast pass, yeah, it, it's a multi experience one. So, and there are no limits on it. Nikki's Runaway was on there. Really? Falcon was on there. Slinky was on there. Any ride um, was on it. So once I noticed that, I was like, okay, regardless, we're going to go. And if it doesn't open back up, We'll just use mm-hmm. it for Slinky. I mean, can't turn that down. Right. So we, um, as I was eating my ice cream, now mind you, I had checked several times throughout the day, and that ride had to have been down for hours. So then it just wasn't even showing any kind of boarding numbers. So I'm like, okay, it must be down again. As I was eating my ice cream, I looked, and I was like, all right, let's 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 try it, you know? Worst mm-hmm. case scenario was we went through it again and they gave us another fast pass and then we would have just rode Slinky and left. Like, whatever. So I know that we got in line. Must not have been too long before 7 because we were kind of making our way through it at 7. Right. Um, I think. And... um. I think we might have been through the first part and waiting in line for the second part when it was 7 o'clock. Um, so anyway, we go back through. Now, with the Fast Pass, you have less of a... T- they they got us through faster than going returning for your boarding pass through, if that makes any sense. They, yeah, they kind of yeah. pushed us along. So um, it wasn't that long at all. And then we just went through the same stuff. And so finally... You get up to the part and they start separating your groups. You're lined up in like the hallway of their ship. Um, everyone is super in character. <laughs> I was standing in line and looked down at my phone to read a text message and the woman said, am I boring you, ma'am? <laughs> and I didn't. Then I like looked up and I was like, oops, sorry. And then she started with someone else. She started with the lady next to me. Asking her if she felt lucky. Um, so it was, you know, that was good. The the little, the one little boy was kind of intimidated. Nathan must have been intimidated because he was in front of me the whole time. And when we went to line up, they had like one of their, one of them were standing in front, you know, to yeah. show you stand. And he would not move up. I had, he pushed me in front of him. So I stood there 
and then he was behind me. Um, and then they take you. Okay, so then from there, you kind of go into this little room. I thought I took pictures of that too, but I don't think I sent it to you. I don't. I didn't, I didn't see any. Um, I. You know what? I think that I went to take the picture, and I don't think it turned out or something. Uh. Um, but they put you in this little room, and it's like you can see if you go all the way in the back and you look up, you can see um the like bad guys talking to you. Basically, they're talking to each other, and you're supposed to be in there for your interrogation is what it is right um so then they kind of say a couple things back and forth to each other and then kylo ren says i'll come back and deal with them basically Mm -hmm. so then he leaves and then a little bit of time goes by and you're um yeah i was looking the the picture didn't turn out basically you're saved by the good guys. Um, and that's when you get on the ride ride. So they have their, like, the droids, you know, manning the your vehicle and getting you out of there and stuff. So, again, this one's trackless, like the um, runaway rail. Um, you go through so many different things in there. It's really cool. I said you're going to, like, just freak, I feel, when you actually <laughs> Um, just so lifelike, you know, and just so yeah, many yeah. scenarios that you're in and just how they really put you in it. It it was really cool. Um, and they, I mean, I think one of my favorite parts is just when they have Kylo Ren standing in front of you at one point and then he's using the force and yeah. your vehicle's like moving with it. It, it just felt really real. Um, and then there is a bit of a drop towards the very end. And you can kind of know, like, you know how I asked you, like, how do they do that? Yeah, yeah. It's like I knew it was coming. Oh, okay. You The way you, it starts going. It just, like, you roll through these different things, and then you kind of, I want to say, kind of like they roll you into one place, and, like, the door behind you closes, so you're in this really small area. But you can also kind of hear the vehicle get kind of like locked in or something. Like you mm-hmm. hear something. You know what I mean? And then it has it where it just like kind of like drops you straight down. Um, but it's not. <coughs> it's enough to tickle your belly and that's it. Um, Nathan was fine. Hmm. You know, I was really looking forward to riding this next month. But I just don't know if it'll be open. Fingers crossed. I mean, no, no. So frustrating. I was gonna say, no offense to them, but like, there was no guarantee it'd be working for you anyway because we almost didn't get on it. I know, I know, but I, I would then try to go Friday morning as well or something. You know, like I would try. Yeah. I would try my darnest, you know, to to to, to ride it, but um, I don't know. I just feel like uh, I might have to push the trip back, you know, to September or something. Yeah, guess, so I guess we'll see. Yeah, it was it was really good though. Um I mean, I honestly thought to myself right away like, "Oh my god, he's going to freak." There's just so many cool things about it. I can't wait. They actually still had lightsaber experience, experiences too available for fast passes, you know, to like um 
to build your lightsaber. That's two hundred dollars though, so Joy said a hard no on that one. But <laughs> the kids started asking about that, but now they're on the droid thing since that's cheaper. Yeah, a hundred dollars cheaper. Um Yeah, I, hey, that's significant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh uh, we, I did book a Oga's Cantina breakfast, you know, right. so I could get some Java juice. But who knows if, again, if it's actually going to happen or not. So th- this is like the one time we got so many good fast passes and it's just going to not even be able to go. Uh, it's going to be a shame. But I um, guess we'll see. Um, so, yeah, from there, we rode that and then we pieced out of there. Um, and went back to Magic Kingdom. <laughs> and we got in the park probably 8.20, 8.30, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, stayed till close. And wow. But when we walked in there, we had um, Fast Pass for Buzz, so we did that right away. By then, the lines were all pretty low. Um, that, like, that was a 20-minute wait if you didn't have Fast Pass. So... We did Fast Pass for Buzz. Then we went over and did Teacups, which was a walk-on. We had, as soon as I got done my Fast Pass for Buzz, I went and found us another Fast Pass, which was Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. However, we had to wait. <laughs> After Teacups, it was like 15 minutes until our Fast Pass was um, ready for Pooh. And we walked up to that, and it said 10-minute wait. I was like, we might as well just walk on because we wanted to try and hit up big thunder as well before 10 o'clock so it said 10 minute wait for winnie the pooh but we literally walked right on that one too so i got i just got rid of our fast pass and didn't worry about it so we went straight from pooh at that time it was nine o'clock the fireworks were going kids loved that and um we walked over to big thunder and that said about 20 minutes but i would say it that was almost just a walk on too um, right. So we did that. By the time we got done that, I don't know, might have been 920 or so. We walked back over that way, and Nathan had wanted to try and do Peter Pan's flight, which said it was a 30-minute wait, but also the Tangled Lantern photo op was out, and I was like, yes, we were waiting in line for that. So... We waited for that, and then... I have to do that. Wait, me and Joy haven't had a chance to do that. It wasn't That's her favorite movie. A, it wasn't too bad of a wait. And um, so we did that, and then by that time it was like 9.50 or something, and I was like, let's just let's just go. So, so you were there, though, right, when they made the announcement or when the news broke that yeah. the park was going to be closing this weekend. Did you notice any changes... Once that was made, people reacting differently or maybe murmurs of it or people kind of soaking it in, anything like that? The only things I heard were as we were getting on Winnie the Pooh, um, like some other kind of manager or something, it seemed, was talking to two cast members about it and telling them what was going on. Okay. Um, And then other than that, when we were standing in line for the Tangled, picture the people behind me were like on their phones looking at stuff and they saw the update and we're just talking about it and just saying that they're glad that they were there this week yes yeah i'm sure there's tons of people that booked that earlier vacation that's very happy yeah uh so that was it that was our day it was long we were in the parks from 
7.30 to 10 o'clock. And <coughs> as soon as we left there to get in line for the monorail, Nathan asked me to pick him up and he fell asleep within like, I would say, 30 seconds. Hmm. So my arms are a little sore today. Yeah. So here's Disney's official press release of the Frozen 2 news. So uh, the Walt Disney Company will make Frozen 2 available on Disney Plus three months early, beginning Sunday, March 15th. So it was going to hit in June. Um, the Walt Disney Company announced that Frozen 2 will be available three months ahead of schedule on Disney Plus in the U.S., beginning Sunday, March 15th, surprising families with some fun and joy during this challenging period. Then you just talk about how much it's made and all that kind of stuff. Um, some other, uh, some other things that seem to maybe be related to that is there, now, we're not sure if this was on purpose or not, but for a brief period here, iTunes was selling Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. That comes on digital on Tuesday. Um, it's still for sale on voodoo.com right now, so people are buying that and watching it right now. So I don't know. You'll probably, because this is not going up till probably tomorrow, but so people might know more by then if it was a purposeful uh, thing or not, because now back on iTunes it's showing available for pre-order when before it was showing available to buy then. But Voodoo, it was on every platform available at the same time, so it seemed like it was planned, but who knows. Um, so I thought maybe they moved that up a few days to let people you know, be able to watch Star Wars over the weekend, but I, maybe not. I don't know, but it's, it's still available on some sites, so yeah, I guess if you can get it, I don't know how that works, because it's digital. They might be able to just say... Once you buy it, even if they fix it, they might say you already paid for it, but you can't view it until Tuesday. You know, I don't know how that works. Yeah. Um, it would almost be like a pre-order at that point. So uh, I guess we'll see. It comes on DVD on March 31st, though. So maybe I can make it two more weeks. Um. So your uh, so Rise of Resistance, the better ride out of the two that you wrote? Uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, by a long shot. Not that the other one wasn't good. The, no. The one part was really cute in that one, uh, in the Mickey one. It's kind of like it puts you in like a dancing class with Daisy. I heard lots of people say that's a really good part. I did not see that on the video. So what I did is I saw the very beginning until the cars broke off, and then I fast-forwarded to like the end when they're getting off the thing. So I, I only saw a little bit. I didn't. I tried not to watch the full thing. Um. But everybody's raving about the Daisy dance thing, so I'm yeah, very excited for that. Definitely the best part. It's really cute. Made made me laugh. Uh, lots of uh, people say there's tons of Easter eggs in there and stuff to pay attention to, but there's just so much to look at at once there that it's really hard to is. do that. So definitely a ride that you're gonna want to ride multiple times, uh, and I'm gonna try to ride it multiple times when I'm down there too. I guess whenever that is now, April or fall or. Who knows? Um, yeah, so we had a big show, hour and 20 minutes about. Um, probably could have been longer, but we had to breeze through some stuff to be able to get to all of this. 
And uh, I'm not sure if we're really weekly right now. We're, there, there's probably going to be a large gap now of no news. So uh, unless if stuff starts opening up again. So we might be hitting another little uh, lull of episodes, I guess. Um, yeah, so enjoy Disney Plus, everybody. Enjoy Frozen 2 on Sunday, being on there three months ahead of time. Uh, good move by Disney. Really just smart, no-brainer, just, you know, crowd-pleasing move there to get people on your side. I think it was a good move. And uh, I guess that's about everything. So uh, uh, thanks for listening, and have a great rest of your day, and stay yeah. safe. All right.